Welcome back to Solving Water Asylum Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, and I've got another great series to share with you. When you think of construction and mining, what kinds of words come to mind? Maybe diggers, dump trucks, coal are some common ones. But did you know that water plays a crucial role in the construction process? Water in these industries can either be a necessity or a nuisance. Either way, experts are needed to manage this water efficiently, effectively, and sustainably. Whether it's bypassing water to complete a construction project or dewatering an open pit mine operation, in this series, recorded live from ConExpo in Las Vegas, I interview customers, distributors, and Xylem experts about all the ways we address water for these industries. Hope you enjoyed the show as much as I enjoyed the interviews. Hello and welcome to Solving Water. I'm here with Fred Kesich, who is the owner and the head of engineering for Pack Machine, which is located in California. They're headquartered in California, I should say. Um, and I actually spoke with um, your colleague, Chris, yesterday. So it's really great to have you on the show. Thank you for adding your perspective. Can't wait to hear more about your experience at Pack Machine. So tell me a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like. Okay, absolutely. Well, I'm Fred Kessage. Pack Machine is a family company. It was started by my mother and my father and my older brother, Myro. Mom and dad have moved on. Myro, my brother David, and John and I, four brothers, we work together and we're the owners. We also have family working for us and it's been quite a good ride. We started in the machinery business. First thing I remember, was being in a diesel shop. I grew up assembling generator sets for Detroit Diesel, graduated from college and eventually went to work for a machinery company where I sold hydraulics and pumps and engines to ships for the fishing industry. That was in the 70s and that's when I saw my first flight pump. It was in the bilge of a European fishing vessel. It was their bilge pump and I didn't know what it was. I had never seen anything like it. Didn't think anything else about that until in 1987 my father called and said he needed an engineer and he wanted me to come to work for Pack Machine and I told him that was a great idea dad but I've got a real good job and he said Freddie I put you through college so down I went and it worked out very well we started off with flight we were a non-exclusive parts house for flight we couldn't sell to municipalities but we could repair flight pumps and we could buy parts from flight. That morphed into we could sell flight to markets that were not municipalities and we started to rent. And so we'd rent a flight pump with a generator. And at the time our competition was all using Gorman Rupp self-prime pumps and we brought the submersible advantage to them and that's what started our company to grow. And then in 1992 we ran into Godwin and there was a solution for bypassing emergency work. My brother David was at Con Expo and he saw, saw Godwin and he went to a payphone and called us and he said, you gotta see this thing. And we bought one. Well, one led to a lot. And we have a fleet of over 200 of them now. And so between Flight and Godwin, we managed to pick the most expensive and the market leaders. I don't know if we were smart or lucky, but that's what happened. And because of that, we were told, if you don't focus on your, this product, you won't be successful. And so we focused on Flight and Godwin, the best submersible and the best dry prime pump. Great. Well, and I, I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you, but it's 
crazy to me that your brother, however many years ago, mm-hmm. bought a Godwin pump at Con Expo. And here we are sitting today yep. here at Con Expo 2023. And you also bought a pump from us, a Yes, Godwin. we did. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> it's like full circle, Fred. It is full circle. The difference is David had to convince us when we had the opportunity to buy the pump that's here, there was no convincing required. The product is remarkable. And for us to go to Con Expos back in the 80s, and we were a little three-person shop, and then today to have our name associated with xylem and on the floor it was a moving moment for us thank you for pointing that out for sure i mean also you know what you said about being the market leader and also the price point of some of the flight and godwin fleet i know we we talked a couple days ago and in in the council meeting and and you mentioned you know there's a there's a cost to quality so i feel like can you tell us a little bit about what that means to you? I mean, how do you show the value to customers when we're often the more ex- expensive option? That's a good question, and I certainly can. That's an easy question to answer. As we've already discussed, being the market leaders and being the premier product, there's a lot of engineering that goes in the, the Godwin and the flight line that we represent. There's a cost to that. So when you go out for bid, our competitors have something that meets the specifications and perhaps they're low bid they get that order but we have our foot in the door now they know that we are somebody who has pumps and we can serve them so we end up renting them when they need it what happens is that when the operators use our equipment the next time they want to buy their own equipment they're willing to pay a premium and I'll give you a quick story in 1987 no 1988 Shell Refinery in Martinez through what's called clean fuels. They had to change their refinery to meet new requirements for the fuel. It involved changing their wastewater arrangement. So they went to an engineering group, they're on-site engineers, and they wanted how to change their pumping system. The engineers said a million bucks, six months. We'll give you a solution. They said in six months we have to be pumping or we are under penalty. They came to us and we said, we have a solution. And we went to flight, and we bought three of your big submersible pumps, 77 horsepowers, and we put them in to handle all the water that comes off that refinery. And they were temporary pumps, only to be there six months. They're there today. When we installed them, I had to argue with the engineers at the refinery to put flight products underwater. We just didn't put electrical things underwater at a refinery. Now the place is lousy with flight and Godwin. And it all started with that rental. And I can tell you that story a dozen times or more about other large customers. It all started with the rental. And they saw our capabilities. It's not just, gee, the pumps work. It's we know how to use them. We know how to solve the problems. We know how to fix them. We know how to not do it wrong. They have brilliant engineers. But we have guys that just focus on this one thing. They're getting so much engineering for free. And they, they realize that after the rental. Expand on that a little bit for mm-hmm. me, the importance of services as sort of a, a differentiator in, in terms of what you offer. Without the services, you have a good shot at being a one-and-done sale. We lose jobs all the time from competitors that come in 
and a manufacturer's representative offers a product at a low price, meets the specifications, okay, they get it, but they don't have the service. They, they don't have the troubleshooting. They don't have the parts. They don't have the Xylem engineers that are standing on the other end of that cell phone saying, what do you want to do? I'll help you. They don't have that. And what happens is they disqualify themselves from the next bit. Not because of anything they did wrong, it's what they can't do. And to no fault of their own. Our machines now are highly technical with new electronic controls. And you have to be committed to it. it the days of, it's not a catalog business. It is an engineered business. So that brings to value. And that, that brings you your sales and the repeat customers. That's great. What else are you seeing out in the in the marketplace right now? And I was speaking with Chris the other day. Um, he was talking more about underground mining, gold mines, yep. um, and that's kind of his area of focus. But what what about you? What are you? Well, I can tell you, we, we see more competition now. We've got competitors, engineering groups that are working as sales offices, and they're out there pounding the market. They're engineering the specs and they're getting orders based on specs, and that's something that's part of the business. But we're also seeing that if we get in with a municipality, and again, it's not the sale, maybe maybe a sale, but not the sale, it's the rental. I just spoke with one of our salesmen, Gerard, and he said, Fred, every municipality that I've got a rental and it worked, they don't go out for bid anymore. They just come to me. Without that, they are with our competitors, and our competitors also rent backhoes and graders and water towers, and we don't do that. And so we have to be focused so that they think water, we think pack machine, we think xylem, we think flight, we think Godwin, and we're the problem solvers. And it's also because now the engineers and the project managers I'm dealing with are young. They don't have 40 years of experience, and they know how to solve this problem because it happened in 1970. They're new, and so they come to us because we're there and we've been there, as opposed to the guy that, I got a catalog, I'll sell you something. And without the service, with the new technology, it won't work. Your $100,000 pump is a fine anchor because it will not work without technology support. Wow. Just while you were speaking, I, I had a thought of, so you've been in the business for a really long time, so I kind of it's a two-parter question yep. for you. First, I would love to hear what you would tell yourself back when you started with Pack Machine, now that you've gone through and grown so much with the company. Wow, what would I have told myself? Well, I can tell you, although I am very happy, we are very happy to be here, this is exactly where we expect it to be. We worked very hard to get here. And I've told everyone who'd listen that the ability to be associated with the premier pump company, Godwin and Flight, made all the difference. I think we would have been successful with a lesser brand, but nothing like this. And it's a difference between just being an equipment house. I'm just selling heavy machinery and whatever you want I'll get. And being dedicated for what you want to do. Xylem is responsible for probably 60% of our revenue, whether it's from our own rental Godwins, or sales, or re-rents of Godwin, or engineering. And you think about that, it means a lot. So we took the advice that we got in the beginning very seriously. 
that we had to focus. If you're going to have the best, you have to focus on the best and, and don't compromise. And we haven't, and it worked. And it's real hard when you're young and the guy says, yeah, but you can buy this and sell it and you'll sell it for sure. And I'm thinking, he's telling that to 10 guys down the street too. You guys have been loyal and so have we. That's awesome, awesome. The other part of my question is more externally focused. So what is one thing you want your customers to know? Pack Machine, what you do, the products, the industry Absolutely. in general, just a piece of advice, right? I think the example is this. You know, hit yourself to a wagon that's going somewhere. And Pack Machine, 40 plus years in business, the same business in, in the successful projects over and over. Xylem speaks for itself, a, a, a global well-known brand and all the engineering it brings. For the price of a competitor and, a, and somebody that's almost as good, you can get arguably the very best. And that means so much to a young engineer who looks and they say, what am I going to do? I got this project and how do I do it right? Let's see, we covered that when I was a sophomore. What does that mean? We're here to help them. That would be what I would say. Okay, I love that. Yes. Um, Fred, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You're I do too have, kind. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you come back and do it again. You're great. Oh. Um, I do have one more question yes. for you, and it's a question I ask every guest of Solving Water. And that question is, what is the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far? I, I think the most important thing is you, you just have to do it right and all that right entails between product support, good products, good engineering, good people, good relationships. You can't do it with a half step. It has to be a total commitment. It has to be what you live and breathe. If you do that, it works. You know, Godwin at one point said it's, you know, not a job, it's a lifestyle. Well, many companies said that at that time. It was a catchphrase. But it's true. And it, once that happens, success follows. Great. Wonderful. Well, thanks again well, thank for you. being here. You're more than welcome. Thank you for listening to this installment of Solving Water Asylum podcast. Also, a big thank you to our guests who took the time to chat with me and share their experiences with us. Once again, I learned something new that continues to shape my view of the importance of water in the world. Please check each episode's show notes for links to additional information and my email address or find me, Amanda Holloway, on LinkedIn for questions, feedback, or to be a guest on the show. Solving Water is available everywhere you get your podcasts. Stream, download, and subscribe now.